Two major franchises are launching close to each other to wildly differing success. And our resident Smash expert gives his thoughts on Multiverses, the upcoming Smash like from Warner Brothers. So let's get on with it. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Humanist Podcast. And as always, it's uh, your good host, Steph, with, of course, my co-host, Dan Ken. Hello. How are you doing these days, Dan? I'm good. Chilling, <laughs> as one would say. Yeah. Do you know who hasn't been <laughs> chilling lately? Um... Bobby Kotick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, the more I, I look at that guy, the more I just see Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, Bobby the Hutt. <laughs> mm -hmm. Bobby the Hutt. And yeah, but today we're not going to talk about him that much, I presume, because the gaming world is full of pretty, pretty interesting things to talk about. Like, for example, how Battlefield 2042 has the official launch today as of recording and it's been out in early access for about a week yeah and like and that game is like i mean i've, I've played it through ea play pro because i decided that after seeing some initial reactions to it i didn't want to pay a hundred dollars for an early access and uh you know ea play pro is like what 15 dollars no 12 dollars a month so mm. to pay that for one month and just try the ultimate edition seemed like the safer choice which was a great choice it seems because essentially it's a hundred dollar beta test <laughs> um, i don't know if you've seen any videos of it but it's it's rough it's uh, really really rough no I've, i haven't i've just uh, taken your word for it yeah it's uh look i'm, I'm sure this game can turn into something good down the line, similar to Battlefield 5, and Battlefield has, at least for the past four entries or so, been known for rough launches, but this one... This one's up there, you know? It's... it's really rough. There's, um... The vehicles are completely out of balance, <laughs> so... Once you step into a hovercraft, and you get, like, one squad mate to sit on the turret, you can essentially just keep going and just blast fools until you get stuck on a rock for let's say four seconds and if you do that well then you're pretty much screwed but <laughs> until that happens everybody else is screwed <laughs> so it's, it's not uncommon to just see you know just five or six hovercrafts on from each side just like running over everybody and just blasting people left and right all over the place in the beginning so, so you actually can't deal with them as a as a foot soldier you you can you can there you have rocket launchers and stuff like that but you have to hit them with i think two or three rockets mm. to to really damage them or like to disable them completely um and it's unless you're running right into a huge group of enemies that are huddled together or so, stuff like that then you know, it takes a lot for you to actually get shot down. It's more just if you get stuck on geometry, then, then you know, they can they can do shit to you. Yeah. Or if you meet a tank. A tank can also pose a problem, but yeah. And of course, there's problems with, um, you know, you can just fire at people and then the bullets don't register. So... <laughs> that's that's <laughs> just... nice in a, in a first-person shooter. Yeah. 
There's like tons of compilations on YouTube about this already. Uh, and uh, I noticed it when I was playing a bit as well, but I thought more it was just the shooting mechanics that I wasn't used to. So, you know, coming straight from Warzone and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, in Battlefield, you have to lead a little bit more and, you know, the, the shooting is different. So I, I, at first, I thought it was just that that was the issue. But then I saw the compilations on YouTube and it, it's like... You see a sniper, for example, just aiming out of a person that's like 10 meters down. He has the crosshairs dead center on the chest. He fires and he misses. <laughs> and the shot just like disappears into a different dimension, it seems. <sighs> yeah. It's kind of interesting how this works. And um, kind of sad also. Since yeah. I've been a fan of Battlefield since 1942. Yeah. Back in, I guess, I think I actually played it pretty soon after it came out. So back in 2003, maybe? Four? Mm. And we had a blast with it. It just like completely changed how I saw multiplayer shooters back then. And, you know, the, the series has stayed pretty good up until it started having bad launches with... I don't remember how bad the launch of Battlefield 3 was, but 4 was pretty rough with the whole battle log, web browser integration and all that. That was in 3 as well. Okay. I played 3 a lot. Uh, I remember you had to start the game and join each other and through the web uh, the launcher. Yeah, battle log was a little uh, rough around the edges, but I think it got better eventually when they Probably. stabilized it with, with 4 and stuff. Um, and then, I don't remember too much issues with one, but with Hardland was just overall pretty, I don't know, lackluster. And then five was really bad and really bare bones at launch, but it turned into a really good game. Uh, you know, but like a month or two after, when they started dropping free, like, free DLC and updates and all that. And it's, if you play it uh, now, it's a good game. Is yeah? five the one with... Um... The Battle for Norwich. Yes. Yeah. Like I played that at launch as well. Now I can't like speak much to what a battlefield launch should be. because uh, I've only played three and five like mm -hmm. a lot. So I kinda I don't know what to expect, right? To me it's just I'm not that into like more of the war simulator kind of shooter. Yeah. So I'm just kinda having fun with the squad, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so has it been bad like broken bad or has it just been kind of lackluster um, I don't think it was too broken necessarily mm. but it was just very bare bones and a lot mm. of people had their panties in a bundle about how you can be women, female yeah. soldiers in Battlefield and all that because it hurt the uh, Authenticity, according to them, and of course, of course, and, and their uh, and their toxic masculinity as well. I assume. Yeah. Um, but it's you know, if you play Battlefield Five now, there's a shit ton of content, a lot of maps, a lot of weapons. It all came out for free. Oh, and, it did. Um, yeah, all free updates, and uh, of course, the maps were a little bit. You know, the content itself was a little bit bare bones at launch for a $60 game and that's and there were other issues as well so they tuned it down to 
$30, I think, within a week of, mm. after releasing it. And that's when I bought it. Yeah, right. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. And for $30, it was... I mean, I, I felt like I got my money's worth for sure. And I played it on and off since until it... Yeah, fairly recently, actually. Mm. So, I don't know. I liked five. I liked one. This one, though, I had a pre-order in and I refunded it. Uh, and um, that was a bit of a bummer because I was looking forward to it. Portal is very promising. I think Portal is going to really be or like develop into something great down the line because playing the bad company modes and 1942 maps and stuff like that it, it was uh, actually pretty fun mm. uh, when the servers were working <laughs> so to speak um, you know and but then of course a lot of the servers were just filled up with XP farming servers where mm. um, players would be in one squad of like four or five and then just put a fuck ton of bots with like 10 hp and just their knives so they can just xp farm the yeah. other thing is they write xp farming join fasts and stuff like that on the server title or game title so a lot of other players join but then they end up on the bot team with only 10 hp and a knife and <laughs> they become you know the cattle for xp yeah and there's a ton of those servers on on portal and it's it really sucks it's like I, I get it, but I also think it's... I don't know. It kind of ruins the experience. Because yeah. they also take up server capacity. Mm -hmm. So, from people that, you know, could potentially make interesting custom games and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So, is, is it Portal? Is it like uh, a dedicated server thingy? Or what uh, is Portal? Well, Portal is this other mode where you can where you can um, essentially play revamped versions of old maps from ah. other... but also with the game-appropriate weapons and gear and classes and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you can play, let's say... I think there's two maps for each of the... for three games. So there's like two maps from Battlefield 1942. There's El Alamein and um, Battle of the Bulge. Uh, revamped in 2042 graphics and then there's for Bad Company 2 there's Valparaiso and uh, Arica Harbor and you can play Rush and like these kind of game modes that are that were famous in those games and then there's Battlefield 3 with Caspian Border and another one, uh, No Shar, no not No Shar Canals no maybe it is No Shar Canals, at least that's the famous de Team Deathmatch map that was, or was used for that and then, of course, um, you actually get to choose quite a few of the weapons from each of the of those games, and there are more coming down the line in terms of maps and stuff. But the sad part also is that since a lot of the weapons are found in Portal, there's quite a f like there's very few weapons in 2042. Yeah. So I think there's like two or three weapons per class per weapon class. Oh. The grind is super slow to get attachments, and uh, yeah, the assault rifles are shit compared to SMGs. SMG, if you get the right SMG, you can beam people from across the map, and it's just like, mm. it's really stupid. And the assault rifles have so much recoil that everything feels like firing an AK-47 without any <laughs> grip or stock on yeah. it. So, um, the old maps, are they also playable in normal playlists? 
Uh, in normal 2042? Yeah. No. No. The old maps. The only map. The, the old maps are only playable in Portal, but you can play them with 2042 um, settings. So the weapons from 2042 and the specialists and all that. Yeah. So, but you, but you have to do it through Portal, which it's easy enough to do, and you the level up or like the the progression carries over. So yeah, I mean that's fine yeah. all, but I think that's really shitty. <laughs> to be honest, that's really bad. Cause, yeah. I mean, it halves the playlist if you just want to, like, okay, I want to jump in, I want to press quick play or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay, so half the content is not available to you because you need to play this other mode thing. Yeah. And if you play that, the, the new maps aren't available, I guess. No, you can still play the new maps in it as well. Oh. So you can. I think you can get by by mostly playing Portal also. Mm. Um, so it's it's not that tricky to do and get into but it's there's a lot of design choices with 2042 that's just plain bad yeah the menus are a chore to navigate switching classes suck scoreboards are gone um, really yeah wow i suspect that'll be patched in soon because you know there's outrage why do you have to patch in a scoreboard oh my god <laughs> this is so bad i know and the funny thing is, at first when I was playing it, I was like, yeah, you know, I was playing with uh, with another friend and we were having decent fun, but then it was like, I, you know, there were things with it that irked me, but I couldn't really put a finger on it. Mm -hmm. And then I saw a couple of other clips also, and then I noticed that a lot of the problems I had was actually a problem with the game, not something that I did wrong. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is um, kind of unacceptable. And the fact that when my friend said that, yeah, I'm not getting this game because we we tried with um, the 10 hour trial at first mm -hmm. that you get through Game Pass, and he's like, nah, I'm not buying it. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll play alone. But then I thought, how fun would this game actually be alone? <laughs> I mean, and the, I, without a campaign as well, it's like mm, just grinding by yourself. Yeah, and if it's in such a rough, or like rough state as well, it's it mm. turned into a refund essentially. Yeah. Just too bad. On the other side of the spectrum, Halo just surprise dropped a beta for their multiplayer early. The multiplayer is going to be free to play even when it, the full launch is out. And, you know, yeah, it got some controversy because of the battle pass. That the battle pass was slow in terms of progression and that there were, that there was like a lot of the XP you get is just meaningless. Mm. And you don't get. You don't get XP for kills. You don't get XP for for each match and such. You just give towards the battle pass. You only get you have certain daily challenges and weekly challenges. And yeah, the grind was very slow. But they're already fixing it. They already released a statement that they're working on. So they already added like a certain amount of XP for each match played as well. And they were really quick about it too. Mm, and yeah. the game is really stable. You know. I saw like. <laughs> In the states where we added a couple of more challenges like play a game and i was like oh okay mm -hmm. i mean fortnite battle pass at least when i played fortnite it's just like this you only i mean if you level up a season level which takes some time you get like one out of ten xp to ding uh the battle pass and you get weekly challenges and that's it mm. there's no like accumulative xp you can get from playing and I've never seen anyone bitch about that, so I, I don't know. I can't really speak to that, but for Halo, it was 
that was the the main gripe people had with it, which when you when everything comes down to it, the game itself is getting a lot of praise. People are mm -hmm. saying it's a, a good Halo multiplayer. It's um, you know it's very solid. It's um, it's relatively bug free. I didn't notice any bugs from the I don't know twenty games that I played. No, it's just a stable experience overall and felt right. Felt very Halo three ish, maybe Reach even, and just had a blast with it. Honestly, to me it looked like <laughs> like any other Halo multiplayer I've seen ever. Yeah. To me, all of the all of the Halo games look exactly the same. <laughs> I can kind of see where you're coming from with that as well, because a lot of the weapons stay the same, and of course the armor stays similar, and they bring in remaster versions of a lot of the old classic maps because they are very beloved. But that's also what people are coming back for, because that core gameplay just revamped a little bit and upgraded with new maps, some additional weapons, some new abilities. It's mm -hmm. what people are here for, and it's because it's a very solid formula that works. Yeah, I get. But, but yeah, I think it's still small adjustments compared to, let's say, for example, um, the entries are still garnering praise or criticism, depending on, or like for each entry, like for example, four didn't do so well. Five did, was like the single player was shit, but the multiplayer gained relatively good feedback. Mm. And yeah. Halo, yeah. So it's it's kind of hard to say, but there's a very winning, f solid formula there that people come back to, and Infinite is very promising in that regard. I felt. Yeah. Only thing I'm I'm wondering is like how many new people are are gonna get into this, you know? True. Um, that's a valid question, but I'm thinking since the multiplayer is free to play. Mm-hmm. That already sets uh, the bar of entry pretty low, and when we played, yeah. it didn't seem like the skill gap was that hard to... wasn't that punishing either, to be new. No. So, you know, I hope that this, this will just keep the good things rolling, honestly. I'm gonna come out with a hot take here. <laughs> um, yeah. The weapon system in Halo mm -hmm. is the worst weapon system in any shooter. Oof. The, the random weapons spawning, or not random, because you know where they spawn, but mm. I think it's so bad. What makes it bad, old, do you feel? You have to spawn with the same fucking rifle every time. Mm -hmm. You have to know where stuff spawns you have to go there every time because you okay so i want to play a sniper okay now you have to you can't spawn with the sniper you mm -hmm. can only play with the sniper after you manage to find the spawn and like grab it in front of someone else mm -hmm. I, it, I just hate it you're more of um you prefer loadouts instead where you customize yeah, it and sure. you know like call of duty style mm-hmm yeah, I get that, and I also prefer that, but this, for Halo, it's more of, um, this is more of like a traditional arena shooter kind mm -hmm. of style, and the sniper and uh, a couple of other weapons are 
pretty powerful in this game, like the bazooka and stuff as well, or the spanker as it's called now. So they spawn, you know, in a little bit more hard to reach places. Mm -hmm. Which I guess for balancing issues is a good thing. Because at yeah. least if everybody starts with the same weapon, that is a very, you know, the assault, the assault rifle is, um, how to say, doesn't excel at anything, but it's pretty decent overall. It can be, it's very versatile. Mm -hmm. So it kind of starts everyone off as on an even playing field until, and then it just rewards you rather for knowing the map and knowing, or like having just general skill with the game in terms of, you know, knowing the movement, knowing the shooting mechanics in and out, these things. Yeah. But then again, I mean, I guess it comes down to preference as well. Yeah, I think the worst thing is, I if you're not a fan of playing with, like, the assault rifle, right? Yeah. Take it, you're a, whatever, a, you, you love shotguns or you love snipers or whatever. You still have to play with the fucking assault rifle, like, 70% of the game. I, uh... I, I wouldn't even need loadout, I just want, you start a game, you have, like, okay choose from these three weapons ah but ah uh, yeah 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 I get that but I think there are uh, other game modes where you do or I, I don't know mm. if you choose but at least you start with different weapons mm. so I think in ranked arena you start with the battle rifle that is uh, burst everybody start with that one and I think there's also if you join custom games and stuff as well you can choose you can start with other things and yeah maybe they also change it later on closer to the full launch who knows i don't know i think people i think halo fans would be mad if they did mm. yeah hard to say i don't really mind it that much because i mm. i also just i just enjoy the combo of having the assault rifle shooting down their shields and just like bashing them with melee or just switching to the pistol and finishing them off that way mm. and also i think in most of the maps there are weapon spawns right in front of you when you start as well. Mm. So usually if I want to get another weapon, I can usually typically get it within, you know, 5-10 seconds of spawning. Yeah. Then again, I wouldn't mind loadouts either, as long as it was, um, you know, as long as they keep power weapons and such out of the loadouts. Yeah. Is there any progression? Except for, like, armor skins? Mm, not at the moment, no. I think no. it's mostly cosmetic progression that you get. Yeah. So I think um, they're going hard on the whole, you know, even playing field balancing kind of thing. Because at least they don't have to deal too much with... Like, for example, Vanguard has had shit tons of balancing updates. Because they're, you know, people keep finding broken combinations of stuff in their loadouts. Like the yeah. shotguns were complete bullshit and... <laughs> I recently discovered a pretty fun toxic class in Vanguard, which was like, you can have akimbo double barrel shotguns as primary, and then you have akimbo machine pistols as secondary. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I mean, anything that's outside of a range of seven meters, they're about as effective as just farting in their general direction, but if you're within that range, you know, yeah. you get a lot of steamy messages in the voice chat. <laughs> oh, and speaking of uh, balancing though, so... Warner Brothers just made a very interesting announcement. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, they've announced a, a platform fighter called Multiverses. Uh, which 
it is pretty weird. It's like it's a weird uh, cast, you know? Because yep. uh, it's it's Warner Brothers characters or the franchises they own. Uh, it's very uh, stretched in all directions, I suppose. Uh, mm-hmm. So this is uh, it's a game that's gonna be a smash kind of game. Not sure if they uh, caught on to the Nickelodeon hype or just it's a coincidence that these two games are coming out almost at the same time. Uh, news about the game actually leaked like a month ago with the whole uh, Ultra Instinct Shaggy and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, one of the most prominent Smash YouTubers uh, actually made the video with uh, some pictures from the leaks and uh, Warner Brothers uh, got the video taken down. Oh, that's always <laughs> a good sign. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, this is, it'd probably be a cool game. I don't know if you've seen the cast. You probably yeah, have. I've seen a trailer, so... Yeah. I've seen the ones that show up there, at least. Yeah, so we got some DC, like the the most flagship DC characters. Uh, Adventure Part. Time, Shaggy, uh, <laughs> Arya Stark for some reason. Yeah, that was kind of strange. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's cool. It's, it's I, I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, Definitely. for sure. Uh, will it compete with or live up to Smash? No, not at all. Never. No. Uh, no chance in hell. Uh, will it be better than Nickelodeon Ultimate Brawl? Probably, I think. Uh, oh yeah? Did that one yeah. not do so well, after all? I mean, it did. It's just... Um, this this game looks uh, more expensive. Yeah, I mean, it looks sure. a lot more polished. Uh, less janky. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe uh, IPs that you have to treat with a bit more respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But one thing I noticed though, maybe it was just me, it seemed a little slow at times. Yeah. Maybe. As in like, yeah, because I saw, especially a couple of the times where uh, when they focused on Shaggy and Superman fighting, which by itself was really fun. I'll admit that. But... Um, while the animations and everything look good, it's just, it's, when Superman punched and stuff, it looked a little, I don't know, looked like the, the frames were low, almost, like, it was going a little bit slow. Maybe, I guess, maybe it's an early, super early build. Could be. Uh, but also, like, companies are known for making the, the, the small piece of content they show run super good, right? So. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of agree though, like when you see Shaggy swinging his arm to power up his punch. Yeah. Uh, if that is one move, it's super bad. Yeah. <laughs> you, you won't hit it. Maybe on little Timmy who's like eight, but... Uh, it's like super, like long, you know, telegraph moves. It's not, like in a competitive uh, view, it's bad. Yeah. Uh, if he can charge it and then keep it and then punch, like that's not a story. Yeah, true. I mean, it but seems I... uh, hectic. Yeah. Uh, at least when they were showing off four players at the same time. Yeah. A common thing for me, a problem for me in these kind of games is if I don't play it regularly, 
I tend to lose track of where I actually am on the screen. <laughs> yeah. But I think I, that's uh, like a super beginner mistake. No, not at all. Uh, a lot of top players in Smash actually uh, don't want to play because we have uh, uh, 2v2 in Smash tournaments, like sort of a side event. Yeah. And keeping track of four characters at the same time, it is it is taxing and challenging for your, your eyes and your, your brain. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people just don't play it. Uh, I, for one, enjoy it, but it depends a lot from person to person. Uh, yeah, I mean it's fun though. Yeah. And especially if you're just playing with other pe other mates in the in the sofa and stuff like that. But uh, if I was actually trying to achieve something in that match, then mm -hmm. it's a different story. It's more like yeah. I would be more frustrated, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, you gotta. You really gotta pay attention to everything that happens in the game. You gotta kind of know if you have to r run over to the other. Because usually, like a, a doubles match ends up with two. Two, uh, two 1v1s on each side of the stage, right? Yeah. Uh, then you need to pay attention if your mate is about to die and you can run over and fuck up the guy who's trying to keep him from recovering, right? Uh, yeah. Well, then you're open, so... I mean, it's, it's a fun... Uh, to me, it's a really fun um, game mode concept, the, the 2v2 platformer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm looking at the trailer right now as well, and I kind of have to reiterate a little bit because it confirmed that there are some of the animations look pretty. Sometimes they look quick and, and nice, but other times, like for example, when Superman is doing kind of like a dodge to the side or like um, a move where he he kind of just um, does like a quick flying to the side, it goes really slow. And yeah, there's a couple, and but other times they have animations that go pretty fast. It's, it's kind of strange to see. And of course, Arya Stark has the fucking teleport up in the air behind someone off screen and suddenly attack them from fucking nowhere <laughs> like she did to the Night King. Spoiler for the trashiest season of uh, one of the mm. shows that had the most potential in recent years, but... Uh, There's I actually mean, uh, a move where she teleport, or like, where she does like this dash, almost like a flash step from Bleach, mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah, well, that's what she used against Night King. That's you her know? only power. Yeah, there's only reason for being in the game. Exactly, because uh, even if she's uh, turning into a good sword fighter and everything, it's just like, I don't know, man. The way she just appeared out of nowhere behind a Night King still annoys me to this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've kind of deleted the two last seasons of that show from my memory. Yeah. Locked it away. Here's the hoping I'm the... satisfied with it ending after the five seasons or whatever. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, it was a great show as long for as long as they follow the books. And some mm -hmm. of the additional scenes they add throughout the show was also really good. Mm -hmm. uh, were also really good. Like, for example, the whole Littlefinger and Varys dialogue and... Mm -hmm. There, there are good scenes. Yeah. But the two last seasons of Game of Thrones is not... They're, they're not Game of Thrones. It's, no. uh, it's that simple. They turn into a generic fantasy where people survive the craziest things. Where in a show that prized itself and sur with surprising people with how everyone... Like, no one was safe. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly people can survive avalanches and you know, Deus Ex Machina rescues, and I don't know, fuck, fuck that show. Fuck yep. the last two seasons. You ruined it, you blew it. 
And don't mess up Star Wars, please. <laughs> like you were. Yeah. But, um, anyway, so I actually wanted to talk about like the potential character roster for this game is pretty crazy. Uh, okay. So I'm looking at a list of the different franchises the Warner Brothers own. Um, Dirty Harry? No, no, I'm just kidding. Whoa, yeah. well, that they, would be they, cool though. They own Dirty, but Doc Dodgers though would be kind of cool. Doc Dodgers. That's a very realistic <laughs> pick as well, I think. Yeah, and we have uh, Harry Potter. Ooh, oh, imagine that. Yeah, I want to play as PS1 Hagrid. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, we have Lord of the Rings, so. Oh, right. Gandalf, please. Yes. Uh, they own the rights to the Mortal Kombat films. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, Warner Brothers also has Mortal Kombat under WB Games, so... Yeah, they do. Okay, yeah. Mm, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. So, because, anyway, my, uh, yeah. my favorite pick from all these would be Neo from the Matrix. Oh, oh <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that would be sick. And, do, uh, they, do they have John Wick also? Uh, not that I can see. Would be fun if they had both long-haired Neo and John Wick in the same game. <laughs> they have free Willy though. <laughs> All right, I mean, why not? <laughs> Make him like uh, one of those those arena pickup things, you know, like you have in Melee, where you can pick yeah. up these weird things, just draw Willy on them. Also, I have another uh, character that is fairly possible. Mm -hmm. uh, if they go for Lord of the Rings as well, I think also Talion. Is uh, someone that could be put in there? Who's Italian? It's the main character from the Shadow of Mordor games. Oh right. I mean, I'm sorry, but if they add him and and not someone from, no, from it has to be trilogy, in addition to, yeah, not instead of. I would burn their office. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, imagine if they put Armor Sauron in there, <laughs> or Tom Bombadil. Yeah, but he would break the game. Yeah, exactly. Someone picks him and it's immediately roll credits. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Warner Brothers also own Adult Swim. Bro, Rick and Morty. Uh, so Rick and Morty, Samurai Jack, That's... Uh, Mike Those Tyson awesome Mysteries. <laughs> hey, if Mike Tyson was in the game, <laughs> I don't think I would play anyone else. Yeah, and obviously they own uh, all the Card Network or a lot of the Card Network franchises, so we could Red have guy, like please. Uh, Ben 10, uh, Courage, yeah. Dexter, Ed and Eddie, uh, Johnny Bravo. Oh, imagine. <laughs> Steven Universe is already in. Uh, yeah. Powerpuff Girls. Oh, man. Uh, if I can play else? as the red guy. <laughs> I I will I, I'm gonna get the game. It's that simple. <laughs> also, Even Johnny Bravo. The, uh, where the fuck is the last one? Yeah, and also Warner Entertainment Japan owns JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yari yari dase. Yeah, so there's a lot of cool characters that could join. I mean, yeah. 
fucking endless list of JoJo characters that can join in there. Yeah, there's a lot of like unreasonable and less known things here. I haven't mentioned like National Lampoons, Friday the Thirteenth, Halloween, you know, Gremlins, King oh. Kong, uh, Rampage. Oh. oh, okay. You know, the list goes on. King Kong would be cool though, but he's too big. Yeah. Like. And I mean, the favorite picks here for me would be Harry Potter, Gandalf, and Neo. I mean, I would, uh, since you brought up JoJo. Yeah, yeah, JoJo would be <laughs> super sick. If you just have, like, oh, Mukatte Kurunoka, JoJo! They should add, uh, uh, who's the. Is it. Jonathan or Joseph, who's the second JoJo? Joseph. Yeah, you should have every time you should have Joseph as a playable character, and every time he dies, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! He, he says that a lot in in part three as well when he's. Uh. Old. <laughs> <sighs> I love JoJo. I held out on it for a bit too long. I feel because I got. I didn't. I wasn't too fond of part one, and part two. I don't know. I don't, I don't think my mind was ready for it at the time. Mm. But when I started part three, it was done. It was a done deal. It was just the pure insanity of it. Yeah. So so I'm watching it now, uh, mm -hmm. and I just started the Kujo Jotaro uh, chapter. I guess. Yeah. Part Is three. That yeah. Part three. That's part three. Yeah. Okay. That's the that's the meme city. <laughs> it started there, and I, I guess there's some from Golden or like from the one with uh, Jolski as well. But from the one with Giorno Giovanna, there's like mm -hmm. so much, there's <laughs> so much. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that one. I mean, when your hair is three hair dryers in a row, you you kind of have to be memey. Yeah, exactly. And I think also, in another interesting note, that is completely unrelated to multiverses, but it's kind of related to memeable anime. It appears that Baki is sort of like coming into the collective consciousness of meme anime. Okay. Because Baki also has some outrageous things to it. You know? Yeah, I've seen the first like... series. Yeah. First series was alright, mm -hmm. you know? But I think it's kind of similar to JoJo. It's also a little bit about your expectation for it. Hmm. Uh, because a lot of the scenes in Baki are... It's just kind of talky and also very... I don't know. It's It doesn't strike me as like a typical battle anime. Because it has a lot of other elements to it. But it also just embraces the exaggeration. <laughs> yeah. With all the faces and the ridiculous physiques and... Mm -hmm. You know... So I'm, I'm gonna give Baki another chance, especially now that there's, I think there's like three shows out, and I, the manga is very blowing. At least one I hadn't seen. Yeah, there's like Baki the Grappler, and then there's like Hanma Baki. The new, I think that's the newest one. Maybe there's just two. Hmm. So yeah, a lot of good things there. Yeah, I, I really hope they bring in Judge. Yeah, let's hope it's just not targeted for the Western audience. And yeah, but even then, even then, there's a lot of potential characters there, you know. Yeah, I guess. It's gonna be interesting yeah. to see. Warner Japan also owns Mob Psycho 100. Ooh! <laughs> that would 
that's also pretty crazy. Yeah. In any case, there's a lot of good, good things to look forward to. And I have a feeling that the upcoming months are going to be pretty packed with uh, all kinds of stuff to watch, things to play. And I'm doubly glad that I refunded Battlefield right now because my backlog of games right now is ridiculous. <laughs> it's going to keep me tied over all the way until Elden Ring and Stalker 2 launches like next, next year. I mean, uh, first months of next year is gonna be hardcore. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I just got a an email from complete.no. <laughs> yeah. Telling me, hi, you waited a long time for your PS5. <laughs> We're sorry to say we won't be able to deliver it this year, Oof. but in the first quarter of next year. Fucking it. Can be all the way until April. Yeah. Starting to be mad. Usually yeah. takes a lot to make me mad. Yeah. Because I know from people in the States and a, a buddy of mine who lives in Poland, like you can just walk into fucking Best Buy and get one. Yeah. It can't be that fucking hard. I, I really hope they sort that out soon, you know? Uh, I mean, fucking shipping trouble and uh, semiconductor shortage. I mean, the, I, I think there's like... F Five or something new factories now being built in Europe and America. Yeah. They won't be ready for a few years, right? So. Well, we'll all get the PS5s and Series Xs just in time for the next console generation to start. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is uh, it's been ridiculous, really. So all of you listeners out there, send hopeful send me your PS5s. thoughts. Yeah, send him your PS5s, or at least send him hopes and prayers that his PS5 will arrive on the 1st of January 2022. Mm. And with that said, everybody, thank you for listening, and as always, stay humid. Stay dank. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>